Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Scout, your host. It is currently 6.39 in the morning. On a Monday morning, I woke up early because I am going to Palm Springs today. So I wanted to get my morning routine in, get a little bit of work in before I left. Um, So that is why I'm up early. I've already done my morning pages and felt the need to get on the mic. I have not spoken yet this morning, so bear with my voice. Um, Usually I hop on the mic kind of when inspiration hits, as you all know. Um, If you are new to my podcast, welcome. I am Scout. I am kind of my background is that I'm the founder of Scout's Agency, a female-led PR agency, and I am the co-host of OKSA's podcast. And through all of that, I live with bipolar disorder. So this podcast is really just a solo episode podcast where I come and ramble about mental health, entrepreneurship, um, different topics like how to be anxiety or entrepreneurial mindsets, um, what faith means to me, um, et cetera. And a lot of tools that I've learned along the way that have helped me go from being a non-functioning human of society, really bogged down Um, by depression and anxiety and psychosis and hypomania and catatonia and inpatient and outpatient and all of the things to running my own business and managing my mental health. So I wanted to come on the mic kind of just as a check-in, sort of as a Dear Diary episode where I kind of just talk about where I am because a lot of things have been brewing within me and changing within me since COVID hit, so the end of March. Um, I have really used quarantine time, which it's not like so quarantined anymore, but I've been using quarantine time to go through a major shift and really tap into my spirituality. And I haven't been able to formally articulate 
what those feelings have been and how they've changed my outlook. But I think I'm ready to try to explain the shift that I've gone into as well as the principles and belief systems that I'm creating for myself or have been creating for myself in the past three months. So um, yes, it has taken three months to walk through the fire. I'm still walking through the fire, um, but I am now being able to see the blessings and the the teachings of um, kind of, I suppose, not only a spiritual awakening, but a mental health strengthening and also a deep development um, with a relationship with myself. So when COVID hit, I, since then, for the past three months, have been experiencing a depressive and anxiety episode. So there have been days where I go so low for three hours and then I'm fine. There have been days when I have this lingering anxiety. But the way I know that it's a depressive episode is that everything just seems a little bit harder. So daily life is a little bit harder to get through. The mundane is a little bit more difficult. It's kind of like there's heavy weights linked to my ankles and walking is just makes, you know, you need that much more of an effort physically and emotionally. So the difference between this depression Impressive episode that I've gone through and my past ones is that I decided to really put myself to the test instead of calling my dad crying or calling my mom crying, which I did once in three months. I called my mom crying once or relying super heavily on my husband and telling him every little depressive thing that's going through my brain or texting all my friends or taking a day off of work. I decided to rise up to the challenge. I said, you know, I have been dealing with bipolar disorder since I was 14. I'm 28 now. I've had a very balanced year and I have cultivated so many tools. Like this is my time to put them to the test and see how I do, especially with the global pandemic going on. I felt as if I was kind of like made for this. Like I've been training for this my whole life. So I really decided to step up and see if I could navigate this by myself. And this isn't to say that you shouldn't ask for help if you are experiencing a low point. This is just to say that I have been through so many depressive episodes at this point. I understand when I need to tell somebody and when it gets super dangerous. Um, I wanted to see if I could do this myself and with my spiritual coach that I hired. Um, you know, I kind of put aside money and put aside space for me to work on myself with a professional, with someone that's designated to this as my support system versus boggling my entire family with it. And um, I just wanted to see if I could do it. So um, it was really hard. And but I learned so much because I sat with the feelings. I wasn't able to distract myself by crying to somebody. I wasn't able to hear you're okay or get soothed from somebody else. I really had to dig deep into the gut of my emotions into the well of my strength and figure out how to be there for myself. So there was a lot of really big um, revelations, even for someone who has been in therapy since 14, who has been working on herself tirelessly. I learned things about myself that I had no idea. The first one, the first big one came when I was reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. She said, um, she was talking about limiting beliefs. And I have heard this so many times. Limiting beliefs is something that they talk about in therapy and outpatient. It is a very common concept um, in the self-development, even psychiatric and therapeutic worlds, as well as in the more holistic worlds. So I have always heard of these. Like I knew of them. I've heard of them so many times. I've read so many books that say, what are your limiting beliefs? And I, for some reason, just never related to it. I never could 
dig deep and figure out what mine were until she said a really great way to figure out your limiting belief is which positive affirmation do you feel energetically connected to and that will kind of uncover your limiting belief and it was just I think like the day before or that day that I realized that the positive affirmation I am safe felt really good in my body and so I said okay well if that's my positive affirmation because that's kind of what I decided my positive affirmation was before even reading this chapter of this book like the day before that morning um, I just resonated with I am safe so much it hit me at a very visceral level I realized that the opposite of that is I am in danger And then I realized that that really connects to the fact that my root chakra is super out of balance, which is something else in that same time frame that I was realizing that my root chakra, which represents foundation, physical security, you know, like very basic survival needs for some reason that I mean, not for some reason, but that chakra was very unbalanced for me. I constantly, which makes sense because I'm constantly under attack by my brain. I'm constantly in a fight or flight mode. I'm constantly wondering if my depression and anxiety is going to physically take over my life. And so that sense of security of me being afraid of my emotions has been super rocked. And so in the beginning of quarantine, I was like, okay, I am just going to focus on strengthening my root chakra, which then led me to my positive affirmation, which is I am safe, which led me to my limiting belief, which is that I am in danger. And that uncovering that was insane. I felt it to my core, in the depths of my mind, in the strings of my heart, in the shadows of my soul. My limiting belief is that I am in danger. And I have felt that way for a very long time due to my bipolar disorder. I feel like I'm always in danger with it. And that is, we can talk about how that's not the right vocabulary and language to use around it and kind of almost like self-fulfilling prophecies there. But when I realized that, which I had before, I realized in therapy a long time ago that my biggest fear is my mind, but I was never able to compute to this is my limiting belief. Like I, to my core, believe that I am consistently in danger. And so to come up with this, I am safe, positive affirmation to identify the limiting belief to work on. And then also to link it back to the root chakra, like all these revelations that I was having about myself was connecting to the same theme, connecting to the same thing I needed to work on. So that is what I kind of committed myself to working on in quarantine was just my root chakra, figuring out my foundation. And that had a lot to do. Also, it started bringing up people that I'm codependent on in my family and in my circle that make me feel like my root chakra is imbalanced when I feel like I have their approval or their support. And so I had to unbreak that cycle and understand and and really identify what kind of a foundation I can build myself. I was kind of outsourcing my foundation to other people. And so once I kind of cut those ties, not cut those ties like Um, cut those codependent tendencies to those people. I started looking at myself as a separate entity in this world and I started thinking, okay, how can I provide a foundation for myself? How can I make myself feel safe? How can I know that in times of turmoil, 
my root chakra is good because I am strong enough. And so then I started delving into the identity of myself and what it means to be a foundational support in my life and what it means to be independent and what it means to be, you know, my soul is essentially holding myself. And so that was a really big shift. You know, I was like with my spiritual coach, I was like, I feel like I'm leaving the house and going to college for the first time. Like I I was really able to identify who I was without the influence and the support of other people, which in the beginning of my journey was so, so needed. A support system is always needed no matter where you are. But I also needed this time to myself to build my own foundation, to say, no, I got you, like to have the safety net be me, not my husband, not my dad, not my mom, not my sister, not my best friends, but to have the safety net be me. So all of these things started coming together and I started working on my root chakra and really feeling kind of almost the energy of the universe in a really beautiful way. I started understanding that the way I view things is what the universe will mirror back to me. And I've heard these things so many times, right? Like the way you view the world is the way your world is going to go because if you see miracles, more miracles will happen. But I never understood it on a cellular level and now I do. And it's almost as if my eyes have been so opened to a new way of looking at this world and a new way of experiencing life. I was touring apartments and I was looking up. It was like on the eighth floor and I was looking out over the skyline of San Diego and I just had a moment of beauty. And I was like, wow, man and women built this. We built this beautiful skyline, these beautiful buildings. We designed this earth to look like this. And it was just a moment of gratitude for the great minds of the people before me who pioneered this city. And so when you start kind of walking around and seeing things like that, your life becomes so rich and abundant. So I started really leaning into the universe. I started praying to God. I started developing a relationship with my faith, with which I have a whole episode on faith um, a few episodes back if you're interested. Um, and I... I just kind of became connected to something larger than myself. And I've always had that belief, but now I really was rooted in it. Now I really understand the beauty of spirit, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever floats your boat and feels the best within your soul. Um, I alternate between God and the universe. Um, I actually was reading Gabby Bernstein's A Universe Has Your Back last night, which Gabby Bernstein actually kicked off my spiritual journey. Um, when I went on my honeymoon in Tulum, I read both of her books and I had an ex- an amazing experience. Um, with those books. And so I started her, um, the universe has your back last night and she recounts this prayer and it's a long prayer, but this one portion really spoke to me. It said, Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. And my heart just exploded. I was like, yes, yes, God, make me an instrument of thy peace. Universe, make me an instrument of thy peace, of thy love, of thy devotion, of thy sacredness, right? Like just use me to promote these beautiful things. And so just little reminders like this, little things come to you when you're ready. You know, I read that prayer and it just shook me to my core. And I know that if I had read it two months before, it might not have had that impact. So understanding that the universe brings you things and that the timing of your life and the things that you consume are on a perfect schedule. 
I also realized two days ago that I had graduated from the root chakra and I'm up in my second chakra, which is all about emotions. So I was listening to the Almost 30 podcast and they had, his name is Aaron. I don't know his last name. And um, they were talking about narratives and new normals and how we have the power to create narratives in our head that become our new normal and that once we kind of go back to that fear-based limiting belief narrative we can replace it with something that we want and this takes time and it takes practice and it takes a lot of momentum to rewire your brain in that way but I decided that wow I can decide what my new normal is I've always thought my normal baseline was tired depressed and anxious and I was like okay what is my new normal And I wrote in my journal, I said, my new normal is that I'm safe. I will no longer judge my emotions. I will thank them for teaching me. I will feel them. I will honor them, welcome, and entertain them all. Freedom isn't not feeling depressed and anxious. It is being able to accept all of my emotions, honor them, not judge them, and thank them for the gifts they give me while staying connected to my purpose. My new normal is that I am safe in my emotions, in all of my emotions. And that's when I realized I extended my positive affirmation from I am safe, which I just meant to connect to the root chakra and be physically safe, to I am safe in my emotions. I had graduated to the second chakra, which is all about emotions. So that was very powerful. I didn't understand that I was doing it, but I realized that my body needed to hear a different positive affirmation because I had graduated and felt that I had built a foundation of security for myself over the last three months. And now I get to work on feeling safe in my emotions. I could talk so much. I I think I hit on so many big themes, so I just don't want to completely overwhelm. I know there's a lot to digest here. I will be going through some of these themes in more depth um, with separate episodes. Um, Let me know which theme you kind of connected to here and which theme you want to hear more about um, by DMing me at Scout Sobel. And if you liked this episode, felt that I gave you value or comfort or whatever it might be, um, please feel free to rate and review um, the podcast. It makes all the difference to me or text it to a friend who needs to hear something like this today. I hope you all have a beautiful day, a beautiful week. And even if, you know, despair and sadness visit you, don't judge them, honor them and know that you can move through them peacefully and come out the other end.